Hey, listeners, reminder, next week is our Bleeding Rainbow episode with Molly Sanchez, where we're talking about Cunt by Inga Musio. So finish up that book and get ready for next week's episode. everyone, welcome to Vicious Cycle, the podcast about periods and the people who get them. I'm Kate Elston. I'm Meg Trowbridge. And I'm Meg Hayes. <laughs> that was our impersonation of Catherine O'Hara. I guess. I doing so. <laughs> David. Alexa. <laughs> um, welcome, listeners. We are de-frickin'-lighted because... We have our first return guest, I think. Oh, well, so Molly, technically. Oh, yeah, Molly. Damn it. Aww. Damn it, Molly. You ruined it. Recording <laughs> out of order. So confusing. And she's about to be a three-peat. So she is. Anyway. Yeah, she has been on twice. So, okay, Molly, you win. But we have another return guest. It's the person who came to us in season one with a horrific endometriosis tale. It's Allison Page, everyone. Yay! Hi. Killing My Lobster artistic director, performer, and writer about town. Mm. Yes. I'm definitely about town. All about town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about that town. Mm-hmm. Um, Allison, how is your period? Uh, fun fact. Um, I feel like the, uh, what was her name who had amenorrhea? Michelle. Michelle. So I feel like Michelle and I, who connected later outside. On social media? <laughs> on social media. I, um, I feel like technically her episode was supposed to be like sort of the opposite of mine because I had endometriosis. She had amenorrhea. My period was horrifying. She didn't have one at all. And now, strangely, I don't have one at all. Twist. Crazy. Fun Wait, twist. Ha- wow. Are, but no, no pain? No, no, nothing. Great. Absolutely okay. nothing. Um, I mean, not great. You should probably get that checked out. <laughs> well, is it induced by it's, treatment? It's how it's I. So I'm taking, uh, and I think I mentioned this on the, the episode in season one, too, that I'm taking continuous birth control. Mm-hmm. So um, that means I don't take the little brown pills whatsoever. I mm-hmm. just keep on taking the regular pills for three months at a time, and then I take a week off, and then I take the pills again. Um, and so... Ever since doing that, I haven't had my period at all, except when I got it the day of my wedding, which was the whole reason I started (laughs) taking continuous birth control so that I could avoid that. Um, But it happened anyway, just because it felt like it. But I haven't uh, had a period since then. And that was, oh, no. When did I get married? (laughs) June of 2018. Okay. Mm. Wow. It's been a while. Wow. It's been a while. So um, recently I went to the gynecologist and uh, told her about that. And she was like, Ha! <laughs> this is new for you. Quirky. I was like, okay. Uh. But she's also a new gynecologist to me, and maybe not my permanent one. I mean, I go to Kaiser, so like they just go, here's a doctor mm-hmm. or whatever. Roaming you know? the so, hallway. This one, yeah, this one was just in the hall. Yeah, we just grabbed her. Um, so she said, oh, it's probably just like um, from you, your body coping with all of the birth control that you're taking and so it's probably nothing but if you stop taking it and it doesn't come back like stop stop taking it and it doesn't come back then you have to come back in because we have to figure out if there's something else going on well there's a couple things i love about this one that you don't have a period and you aren't in oh, pain. Oh, it's great. No, I love pain. it. Highly recommend. Um, <laughs> two, that you and Michelle connected after yeah. her episode. Because I love that. 
and three that like there is sharing of period like disorders yes. among our guests as we've yeah. dis- as we discussed I'll like, continue to take on your periods and now you've taken someone's amenorrhea although I think period yeah maybe Michelle still doesn't get one I don't know but I couldn't remember. I think she does now. She's welcome to have mine. Let's trade these. It's like it's like an ele- white elephant. Like yeah, a swap. I was gonna say Yankee swap. <laughs> cool. Well, the reason we have Allison here is because I don't know how this came about, but you, I think, I pitched- do. Oh, you called us. You called the yes. hotline, and you and you. We played this last season. Um, listeners, you might remember uh, a story that Allison saw on <coughs> Dateline. Um, no, sadly, I have seen every single episode of Dateline <laughs> and every single episode of 48 Hours and every single episode of every true crime show that's ever existed. And I'm not saying this is a good thing. This is probably a bad thing. <laughs> but on. now I like dig down in the YouTubes. Oh, oh my a God. Random YouTube? So there's... Um, I think I wrote down where I saw this. This one I love that you can't on- get enough, so you have to go to all these I different saw, channels. I saw this on Crime Watch Daily. So oh was my say, god! Um, so that sound also Crime Watch Daily sounds like a Breitbart offshoot. For sure, it doesn't sound good, right? <laughs> Look, I'm laughing, but I've seen many a Scientology documentary on YouTube, so no shade, uh, no shade. But it had to do with a period. Yes. Yeah, so this uh, horrible, horrible horrible man um committed a ton of horrible horrible murders and that isn't funny it's terrible they're very gruesome he's an awful person um but uh, the funny thing that came out of it is that he was arrested it was very very clearly this guy all the evidence in the world like no chance it's not this guy uh and he's being interrogated uh by a couple of cops and um they ask him well, is there any reason that there might be some blood in the mm. in your car? And he says, well, uh, actually, after I bought my car uh, a month later, my wife got her period all over the front seat, Ugh, you know, um, and they're like, OK, interesting, interesting. Uh, oh, and he said it looked like let me see. Uh, it looked like a massacre in there. He said. <laughs> Not that I know what a massacre looks like. Not that I know anything about a massacre. (laughs) If I had to guess, that's what it would look like. And the cops are like, oh, okay, uh, great. So would there be any reason why there would be blood in the backseat of the car? Um, And he says, well, uh, no. I mean, well, there shouldn't be, barring, you know, the wind blowing. No. Because the windows in the car were rolled down. So he said he thought that because of the, the windows were rolled down, probably some of the blood flew out the window and got like sucked back in and into the back of seat of the car. <laughs> sure. And so that threw me into one, like a fit of hysterical laughter and then two, like a lot of rage because I was just like, that is a, the wildest thing that I think I've ever heard about a period and the time. The only time I could think of hearing a period blamed for <laughs> piles of blood that were actually just from someone who committed a hor- a horrible bunch of brutal murders. Um, and so I called in and relayed that story because I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, I've heard yeah. I've heard that excuse other like, you know, they're like Florida man news articles oh, where it's always yeah. like, 
oh, that cocaine, it must have blown in from the street <laughs> in my car. <laughs> like, the wind. Like the the wind. wind in these places wind is, is in, so strong. Yeah, wind so is the real culprit. Yeah. It is. You know, it's not toxic masculinity. It's toxic mm-hmm. wind. It's mm-hmm. people. Yeah, mm-hmm. toxic wind. That's that's really true. So that is where the idea of this kind of came from. And then I told Kate, like, we should totally do an episode that is – uh, about true crime and periods mashed together, um, mostly because I am obsessed with all things true crime, and this is a show about periods. And where else can you put those two oh things my God. in one place? And we have right the, here. The three Coblos have no idea what we're about to experience. Yeah. So excited! It's, and it's the first. <laughs> well, maybe Molly did this too. Again, Molly, you are a trailblazer. <laughs> Molly, but like surprise bleed search. Yeah, for the for all three. for the hosts. Yeah, yeah. So, um, should I just get right into it? Yeah, we do our song. Okay. Um, Bleed search is all I ever wanted. Bleed search, have to pledge a Kate. Allison, take it away. Wow, I don't know how to follow that. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so I'm going to uh, start now, and then I'm going to go back in time. So we're just going to move you do, throughout time it. however we like. And do you first, think this um, needs a clarification like uh, My Favorite Murder does mm. about like true crime and comedy? Deal with it. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. And the first ones aren't going to be particularly upsetting. They're very ridiculous because they're from like a court TV show. But at some point, uh, we will go back in time to the 1800s. Mm. And I will say that in those, there is definitely... Listen, there's not there's nothing unproblematic about the way that they're talking about how men- mental illness... Uh, and PMS and menstruation all those things like swirl around together especially in the 1800s especially as said by a bunch of like you know straight white cis men who are just like we don't know what's going on (laughs) Um, so I will say that there's probably some there are probably some quotes that are things I would not normally say or associate (laughs) but that's what happened in these cases listeners just come on this offensive upsetting journey with us Just yeah come along on the journey of a lifetime i feel I like we're getting on a little boat at disneyland and going through a horrible tunnel Storyland or whatever everybody get on the dolls are waving and they're all on their period oh my god i have no idea where this bleed search is going to take us so i'm just like in my head there's one case study so the fact that you're like we're going back to the 1800s i'm like do what let's do this okay great I see paragraphs there's printed papers here it's very exciting I, yeah i have so stats. much research i have high things are highlighted i've got a little script in front of me there's a lot going on (laughs) (laughs) so okay uh first things first we'll we'll start light but weird um so there's a show uh called i know some of you speak espanol Mm. so you'll be better at saying dabble okay um so there's a show called uh Caso Cerrado? Am I Ooh, saying that cas- right? Wait, casa? It's like case, oh, caso. caso. It's case, case closed. closed. Yeah. Great. So there's uh, that show. Um, it's perfect. And it, I found on Telemundo, I believe. And I found a bunch of episodes on YouTube. And so if you go to YouTube and try to just search like court cases and periods, this is what you're going <laughs> to uh, find. Oh, my God. Um, you're going to find these kind of pretty trashy cases um, and I'm just going to touch on a few of them. I feel like there are probably more because the show is totally outrageous. But oh my God. so the first one that I saw was uh, a case between um, a couple who had split up, a man and a woman, and they had a daughter who 
they didn't say how old she was, but she looked to me to be about like 14 or something like that. And they are kind of fighting over custody of her. She wants to go live with her dad. She's been living with her mom. And he says she's not educated. She keeps repeating she's not being educated properly. And she says that herself too. She doesn't know how to educate me about things. And the judge, similar to me, was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, also, is this all in Spanish? Like, how are, is it? Yes. And it's dubbed or there's subtitles? There's subtitles. Nice. And then there was one without subtitles that I just wrote a really short gist of because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I think this is what was happening. Understand. Okay. So, um, a teenage girl, uh, the teenage girl that they're fighting over custody for, she lies about getting her period. This is the event that kicks off okay. having this court case. She lies about getting her period. And her mom knows it's a lie. So she's gotten to her mom and gone like, Mom, I, uh, to everyone, I got my period. Hey, everybody, I got my period. And her mom's like, yeah, I don't believe you. Um, and so knowing that, she invited all her friends and family over to celebrate her daughter's womanhood, knowing that she had not actually <gasps> had her period. Oh, I know. That's a bluff if I've ever heard of I one. know. And she put pads and like red decorations and stuff all over the house oh wow <laughs> this sounds like a fucking telenovela it's, for yeah, sure it really well and it's it, about to get more telenovela because the thing is um the mom recorded the whole thing with her phone <gasps> what an asshole uh and so then salty. like posted it everywhere so then like everyone in the whole school um would see that she hasn't actually like had her period because she, she came home and she was like welcome to your party for womanhood or some crazy thing like that uh and then she has like a total uh breakdown about it. she's like crying and yelling because i mean obviously had she just played it cool and like pretended that you know everything was fine yeah, then was it probably chill. wouldn't have mattered but she freaked out because she knew that her mom knew that she was lying oh. um and so she like outed her as a person who was lying and also had not see. actually had her period so a child you know how that whole thing goes um, yeah, i'd want to live with my dad too <laughs> wow yeah. yeah so she uh she um wanted to go live with her dad and it, i guess i didn't write down how that turned out <laughs> Wait, there, so there's no murder? That's it? There's no murder. That's it. Right. In my head, I'm like, and then the mom murdered No, no, no. Not, not all of these are about murders. They're just, they're just court. Period. It's just court. It's court. just, and used in cases and that's things like amazing. that. So that's the first one. I love it. What um, an asshole, but also I would watch that yeah. telenovela. Uh, they played the video. Or, Wait, do you have what? it? No, we, we should watch definitely it. watch it. I linked to it. Let's watch it. You want me to play we it? We should right for yeah. sure yeah. watch we'll it. We'll share it on Insta. Yeah. Caso. Oh my God. Cerrado. Oh. Caso Cerrado. Cerrado. Yeah. Caso Cerrado. <laughs> Caso Cerrado. <laughs> There's the mom. <laughs> oh, this is like a Dr. Phil situation. Oh my God. It's like um, Judge Judy or something. Yeah, but it's like in a studio like Dr. Phil. <laughs> Bring evidence. Here comes. Oh my God. God. Are you crazy? <laughs> Trying to put a red tiara ah. on her. Did she say why she was lying about getting her period? I think it was just, just a to, joke. What a dick. I, I think just to like <laughs> keep up with her friends yeah. and stuff. We hear that. Oh, oh and, and she she's cries crying. In the oh my God. And the judge is like, why'd you react like that? But girl, if you had played it cool, yeah. then no one would have known. What the you, hell? We've, we've heard that you could just put toothpaste in your underwear. Yeah. From Molly Sanchez. <laughs> and just play it off like you got your period. Wow. What a weird, like, that's yes. so random. Wild. So that was the first one I saw. Wow. And then I was like, so am I missing anything else here? 
And of course I was. There's other stuff. Um, so here's another episode of the same show. Um, Wait, uh, we oh also my paint God. The, yeah, paint it for the, for the audience. It's like, it's like a Judge Judy show, but it's like in a Dr. Phil studio. So yeah. There's, yeah, there's a lot about. of like yeah. glass for some reason. Very a well lot lit. of cool tones, yeah. blue back, background. The judge is wearing a floral top. <laughs> no yeah. robe. No robe. Yeah. No robe whatsoever. I didn't yeah. see like a bailiff or anything. Sensible <laughs> no. Bob, she definitely doesn't wear curlers like Judge Judy. But and she uh, blamed the teenager in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, so the next one is uh, a woman named Nicoletta Ooh. is suing her boss, Fabiola, oh. for $30,000 okay. uh, for being unjustly fired from her restaurant job. Okay. So as far as what kind of restaurant it is, picture like kind of a Hooters knockoff type situation oh, because the boy. outfits that everyone has to wear are like tight, short, white booty short type situation. Como se dice booty shorts. Yeah, como se dice booty shorts. Uh, And uh, like a crop top. Imagine having to wear a crop top. To work. work. terrible. To work. Uh, Yeah. I wouldn't be feeling like doing that 99% of the time. Um, So she is suing her um, because... She was fired because she bled through her white short shorts. Okay. She was fired for that? But... She deserves all thirty thousand. Uh-huh. <laughs> Correct. Sorry, she didn't ask for Judge enough. Judge Hayes has spoken, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Well, you're, if you feel fired up already, you're going to get real fired up about it in a second because oh god. Oh my god. she actually has von Willebrand's disease. Have you talked about no. that? At all? No. Okay, so, que es eso? So, in, oh my god. For her, that means she has been. Please stay seated because you're about to lose your mind. Yeah. She has been bleeding nonstop since the age of fourteen. <gasps> She's 23 How in this is that possible? in this video. What's it called? Every day, Van? von Willebrand's disease. But I think so. Von men can also have that, and, and I think it obviously what? is slightly different, um, depending on whatever uh, oh different things. God. I don't know that much about it, but I just know that it seems like it's uh, rarer for um, women to have it or people with uteruses to have it. And so, anyway, she's been bleeding nonstop since 14. Is from her time. uterus. F up. Yeah, like, she has her period constantly. Yikes. Constantly. <laughs> Pay the woman just for that. Just for that. <laughs> well, I said, like, she should be on disability. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So anyway, uh, she was delivering plates to a table. She was a server and realized that she had forgotten one. So she went back to get it. And then that's when she noticed that she had bled through her shorts. Mm. So um, then <laughs> this was an interesting part of it. She says her boss was micromanaging her. Uh, and when she's stressed out, her flow gets heavier. Oh, wow. Which is not something I had ever... Have you ever heard that before? No. I mean, not immediately. Not like, <laughs> yeah. like, a, like, like it, something you, stressful happens all of a sudden. You're like, oh, God. Yeah. But maybe that's part of the disease yeah. and not, not mm. typical for someone yeah. who's just having a regular whatever. Like, it's not regular like tears. I mean, my <laughs> period is totally affected by stress, but not, but not like the minute later. Yeah. It's like in your life, right? Yeah. So then um, she, her boss is basically like, go home. You're covered in blood. Go home. Uh, come back tomorrow. Whatever. You know, doesn't doesn't say much about it. Uh, she shows up to work the next day and her boss fires her in front of everyone else who works there. Oh, my yeah. Yeah. Rude. Mm-hmm. Rude. This is another woman. Yeah. Yeah. And Dick. she was irate that she was even there and she was super defensive about her reasons for doing that and just kept saying like this is very disgusting it turns off our customers and wow do you want to play a little bit of that 
Oh, sure. Oh, so uh, the employer's claim, uh, Fabiola's claim, was that Nicola should have, should have disclosed her condition to her when she was interviewed. and So, so then, she could not hire her, right, which is so, illegal? So then the judge brings on legal experts who are like, no, <laughs> you literally can't do that. Uh, That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. she This judge is very stylish. She's wearing a bolo, but she's pulling it off. Oh, they show a, video, a secret video they shot here, too. Oh, oh my God. Want to watch? Also, oh, that outfit. I can't imagine having to wear that at work. Oh. That's rough. That's rough. Who shot this video? The boss? Oh, she's bleeding. Yeah. The it's restaurant, a restaurant. Not a butcher shop. Not a butcher shop. It could have happened to any woman. That's the judge says. saying that. She doesn't belong in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You don't belong in a Ooh, restaurant. She just hit oh, her gavel. Oh, angry. my God. The judge just stood up. I want to watch the show. This it's fascinating. She's a very compelling judge. Look at her face. She just got $30,000. Yes. She just got yes. $30,000. She, she, she could have gotten millions, I feel like, for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but she went on a court TV show, so that's what <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't eight fifty. Stay tuned. Oh, that judge just did like a point to the camera. Yep, like, I love it. Stay tuned. Oh my god, I want to watch this show all the time. Alright, uh, are you ready to go back? back Let's go back. back. Oh, I'm ready. Great. So we're going to go back in time. Um, anybody know uh, what happened on August 4th, 1892? Columbus I, sailed the ocean. No, no <laughs> false. <laughs> I must have slept through that day in history mm, class. Oh, that's too bad. 1892. Too bad. Is it like a significant thing that happened? Well, it's pretty famous. Does it have to do with Jack the River? No. Okay. 1892. Ever heard of a little lady named Lizzie Borden? Yeah. Oh. Remind me? <laughs> What? I Wait, know, what? I know, I know that she's Matricide, true, patricide? True crime, okay. but explain so, that briefly to a listener. Uh, on August 4th, 1892, um, Lizzie Borden's parents uh, were murdered with axes. Right. Or an axe. And it was super violent and super bloody. Um, and many people now seem to remember that Lizzie was convicted, like she committed the crime, but she actually was not. Really? There was a a trial and she was found not guilty. (gasps) Wow. And um, yeah, so people still are confused about that. They're like, oh yeah, well she did it um, because she was convicted. Well, she wasn't convicted. She may have done it. Um, And to me, something that's super interesting about that case, I mean so many things, but um, it it doesn't super make sense for anyone else to have done it, Uh, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't really super make sense that she did it and was able to get away without being absolutely like drenched in blood Mm -hmm. based on... um, the crime scene but anyway uh there are some who have the theory that she may have committed the crime because of a combination of oh <laughs> basically oh like boy. epilepsy plus her period <laughs> yes what <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god oh my god mm-hmm. wait so, explain that's amazing okay yes so there is a book uh called i was telling uh, may hayes about this that you should all be reading this book. 
um, first came out in 1976. It's called The Curse, A Cultural History of Menstruation. Whoa. Whoa. I know. Molly Sanchez, season four. (laughs) Um, And that book uh, provided the first comprehensive analysis of the experience and meaning of menstruation across history uh, with examples from fiction, art, and advertising. But at the back of the book... The back of the book, the authors include a menstrual hall of fame, oh. uh, and they list a bunch of admirable or uh, you know notable or whatever menstruators from history and literature. And then last on the list is Lizzie Borden. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Um, so, uh, according to that book, so everything I'm about to say is according to that book. So I can't prove the people who wrote that book aren't full of shit. But this is what they say. Yeah, it's fine. We're here for it. If it's, uh, if it's written down somewhere, we, we buy it. Yeah. Great, perfect. Uh, Lizzie, according to the authors, was no ordinary menstruator. She had always been noted for wow. peculiar spells coinciding with her monthly cycle. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> spells identified by the authors as, quote, epilepsy of the temporal lobe or psychomotor epilepsy. So, like, her epilepsy could have been brought on by her period? I guess that's what they're what? saying. I guess that's what they're, that's what Dr. they're saying. Dr. Kate, we're asking you that insane question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So, based on that information, the authors of The Curse conclude that the murder of Andrew Borden and his wife resulted from a fatal accident of their daughter's biology when, quote, her period coincided with an epileptic <gasps> attack. Wow. wow. So when they say combined with their period, are they saying like combined with like woman rage? Or just like the fact that... I don't know if they're really saying... I don't really see them saying rage anywhere though. It seems like it's just she kind of... I don't know. Went uh, ballistic. <laughs> um, yeah, cuckoo bananas as they wow. say in the science books. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so wow. they're... Their theory is actually not super unique. Rumors of Lippy, Lizzie's Lippy, Lizzie's epilepsy can be found elsewhere, and many have focused on the presence of bloody clothes in the Borden household on the day of the murder, as well as Borden's testimony at trial that blood found on her dress was from, quote, a flea bite, which is contemporary code for a menstrual <gasps> period. What? <laughs> oh, my God. A flea bite on your vagina? I, I don't <laughs> I mean, they were just doing everything they could not to say menstruation right. or not to say. We gotta right. add it to the yeah. anals of our of our anals, the anals of our anals. It's anals. It's always been anals. There's two ends. There's two ends. Or just don't say that word. The anals smarted me. The annals of our episode log where we keep. I know you're saying anal now, but it still sounds like you're saying anal. I know in your heart bite. I'm hearing anal. Flea bite. Flea bite. That's like my favorite one. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty great. Because it's the teeniest toiniest like, <laughs> bit of blood that would come from a flea bite. But then I'm also bite. imagining it on your vagina, which is so and your uncomfortable. your undies or your yeah. dress. She had to say that in court. Well, here, here, let me get to the next part. Oh, then. my God. The agreement between the prosecution and the defense to set aside all evidence with menstrual associations. Say that, say that sentence again. So the prosecution and the defense agreed to not talk about it. Wow. To set aside everything that had anything to do with menstruation as well. Also, Menstrual wow. Associations is the name of our podcast network. <laughs> That's network. a podcast network. Yeah, network, yeah. Wait, so they were um, both like, we're not going to talk about this. Yeah, they, like, like, took, they took a sidebar not. with the judge. Yeah. They're like, ew. 
gross. This can is so disgusting. Can we, we can't even Your mention Honor, it in this Can't I just room. say you? I, I object <laughs> a lot. I object a lot to all of this. I want to write this sketch right now. Just three men on stage trying to not say the word period and be like, we can't. We can't possibly bring this up in a room. It's unseemly. Oh, my God. So I, mean, I have a white of- wig. I cannot <laughs> deign myself to talk about a, peer, a flea bite. Right? Um, so uh, that sort of speaks to the place of those kinds of topics in Victorian America, not surprisingly. Uh, and according to the authors of The Curse, allowed America's only menstrual murderess to walk free. Wow. Menstrual which is a murderous. lie. Which you're about to get to in a moment. <gasps> well, maybe of 1892, it was the first time that a menstrual murderess walked free. No. <gasps> to go farther. Are we going to Salem? Are we going to Salem? No, we're not going to Salem. I'm sorry. That's disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) How dare. It's another podcast. I'll edit it out. It's fine. Shall we move on? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just just sit in this moment. So she said that the reason she had blood on her dress was because of her period. Yeah. And they were like, I won't accept it. You're a murderer. Like, I won't accept that that's Mm. the reason you have blood on your dress. Yeah. That, well, they just—I think they probably just didn't even talk about it. The blood on her dress. So I, the legal, the legal uh, mumbo jumbo. There is and that could have helped her walk away free. Yeah. If they couldn't bring she it. Did walk away free? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So never... that could have helped though, because oh, if yeah, they yeah. didn't, if they weren't able to like Proof. have the dress be admissible in court, yeah, because they were too grossed out. Incredible. We could be getting away with murder. murder. Your Honor. Ew, 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 ew. Ew, 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 ew <laughs> though. Ew. Ew. Can we not talk about my period's, you know, stained bat and, and maybe, dress? Maybe, they, maybe the dress was part of evidence. I, I don't know for sure, but I do know that they dismissed any conversation about any Please. blood. Please. <laughs> yeah, right. Natural blood. Bites. Blood we're fine with, but not blood from your... <laughs> <laughs> your... <laughs> You've heard us rant about the various menstrual products that give us grief when we're active. Whether we're riding our bikes, doing yoga, camping, Meg T, or watching Netflix in bed. That's why we're really excited about Flow to Freedom workout wear. Flow to Freedom wanted to create awareness around periods while giving bleeders peace of mind around leakage. So they created yoga pants and shorts with patent-pending leak-proof material that holds two tampons worth of liquid. Not only do they make your butt look nice. (laughs) Noise. 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 I'm so sorry. (laughs) Let's take that back. Not only do they make your butt look noise, but their classic look is for every day. So rock them at work, while running errands, and at the gym. Our fave part, besides preventing us from bleeding everywhere, is that approximately six plastic bottles go into the making of each pair, along with other eco-friendly materials. And they're ethically made in Canada. We love a good sustainability story. And our listeners are in for a treat. Use the code ViciousBleeders to receive 15% off your entire order. That's V-I-C-I-O-U-S-B-L-E-E-D-E-R-S. Vicious bleeders. So go to flowtofreedom.com. That's flow number two freedom.com to check out their shop and stop bleeding all over yoga class. Come on. Keep calm and bleed in your flow to freedoms. Oh, that's nice. Love it. So <clears throat> next up, since we're talking about menstrual murderesses, mm-hmm. a better candidate for the title of menstrual murderess. <laughs> Um, is a less less famous, obviously, than Lizzie Borden. And her name is Mary Harris. Mary Harris. Mary Harris. 
She was raised in a small Iowa town. They're always from a small Iowa town. (laughs) 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 And I I don't think I realized it said Iowa for a long time. And I've already been practicing parts of this in a southern accent. So we're just going to have to go with that. But um, raised in a small Iowa town in the years leading up to the Civil War, Harris was acquainted at a young age with a government clerk named (laughs) Adoniram J. Burroughs. Wow, oh that's a name. God. Yep, Adoniram. Uh, Adoniram. That's right. How, how, what like else? Adonis plus Ram. That's what I call yeah. my period. Adoniram J. Burroughs. How can you not say that with a southern accent? Yeah, though? not possible, yeah. especially with the J in the. I think in the Civil War times they all had southern accents. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. We're gonna go with that. So, Adoniram, who courted Harris from the time she was twelve. I don't know how old he was at the time. I don't know. He could have also been twelve. I have no clue. But when I read that I was like this is so suspicious oh no anyway um uh he then departed for a job in the treasury department in washington dc um when the paper published the engagement announcement of burroughs and someone else <gasps> oh mary harris Gomby? harris Boy. became distraught behaving in an increasingly bizarre and distressed manner Mm-hmm. Which the first thing it says is she wept frequently. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a thing that people do. You know what? So I would have wept too. Sensitive. I have heard that people sometimes cry. <laughs> um, tore her clothes, which I'm like, what are you talking about? Be she chose to sleep on the floor despite friends' entreaties to go to bed. Mm. <laughs> oh, like, my God. Right, okay. She sounds positively like mad. A bit of a drama queen. Let's be honest. Mary, bring it down. She's like, I can't sleep in my bed. Mary, please. There's a, there's a, at least there's the futon. No, I'm too bereft. No, I can't. I can't. I simply can't. My beloved is with another. Um, so, uh, finally, in the summer of 1865. Good wow. summer. Good year. Good, oh, good summer. Year. Uh, Mary Harris traveled to Washington, Oof. waited in the hallway of the Treasury Building, okay. and shot <gasps> Adoniram Burroughs twice <gasps> in the back as he left work for the day. <gasps> wow. Damn. First of all, she went the other way, <laughs> like on the Orkin Trail. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is these, <laughs> the reverse Orkin Trail. People are like, uh, we're going west. She's, She's like, like, I'm going east. <laughs> Plan. Yeah, is this DC? Was Washington a state at that point? 1865? I can't answer well, that. D- no, DC was the capital. That's where he was. Oh, did you did you say the capital? You just said yeah. Washington. Oh no, oh, D- DC. Washington DC. Yeah. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Um, so that's what happened. Wow. So that's what's leading up to and the did old he, court. Damn, a die? Damn. Did uh, a Donoram yeah, a die? A a die. <laughs> that is cold he blooded. Just right blooded. after work. Yeah. Damn. Um, so Witnesses could testify to the crime. Harris herself made no effort to deny that she had shot Burroughs. Oh yeah, my. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yet she was judged not guilty by a jury of her peers and never served so much as a night in prison what? for his murder. Um, the oh evidence God. responsible for this verdict came from the testimony of six physicians who gave evidence at Harris's trial of the defendant's history of dysmenorrhea or painful menstruation <gasps> and its possible effect on her mental state. She had endometriosis just like you, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and I have killed a man. Yeah, <laughs> it, it tracks. It tracks. Um, 
Harris, evidence showed, had been on her period at the time of the murder. Evidence showed. Which evidence? Her underwear? Flea right. bite. Flea bite. What'd you get? Flea bite. Flea bite. What'd you get? Her tracking app, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you shot this man. And the first thing we need is your underwear. Show us your hoo-ha. Show us your calendar with like a red dot or yes, that's some what it shit. Is. As you can see in this journal. In my abacus. <laughs> my abacus. There's a frowny face on this day. Oh my God. And it's crying a tear of blood. Um... <laughs> So, and for many years prior to that, she'd been seeing a doctor, Dr. Calvin Fitch in Chicago, to uh, address the undue pain she experienced during her time of the month. Wow. Um, Testifying to that fact in Washington, D.C., Dr. Fitch added that uterine irritability is one of the most frequent causes of insanity. So remember when I said that thing about how we're not going to be very unproblematic about mental health? Oh, yeah. Uterine, what was it? Uterine instability? Uterine irritability. Irritability. So now what I would love to do, because (laughs) I I have found what appeared to be Quotes from this trial. Oh. And so now I would love to do a bit of a reading. Oh, okay. my God. A dramatic reenactment, if you will. And I think you will. Okay. Oh, we 100% will. We will. And oh, so man. I'm just going to hand out a little script here. Oh, my God. She's oh my God. a script typed up for us. Here go. Uh, Meg Hayes, you've got a line at the top there. And then you have one later. And Kate and Meg, you have a line at the end. And then you'll all also be court muttering. Great. Okay. Fantastic. Well, what are, what is my line? My Who's my part? Otherwise, court muttering, oh, and court then it it's says the part Kate at the end. Oh, got it, got it. Got We're it. stage Great. directions. Okay. Kate. I'm not um, an actor. They're okay. they're cold reading this, but I, I'm sure they'll figure it out. Okay, <clears throat> I am going to do a very bad accent, just so everyone knows. So let's um let's go ahead here with some some quotes from the courtroom, and most of this is real. I've added in the absolute tiniest little bit of words, okay. but most of this is real. Okay, go ahead. Quiet, quiet in the courtroom. <laughs> Counsel, you may go ahead. Oh, why, thank you, Your Honor. Let me just take a sip of my lemonade. Okay, I, I added that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just take a sip of my lemonade. No. <laughs> I almost choked doing that. <laughs> Gentlemen of the jury, we all know that a woman's sphere of happiness is dependent on the holy flame of love given and returned. Oh my God. When Adoniram Burroughs deprived her of this happiness, he wronged her. He cruelly wronged her and took her home from her. Though without sin, yet she was cast out from her place of blissful abode. Oh we know that among moral causes of insanity... Disappointed affection is one of the most frequent. And we know that among physical causes, uterine irritation is one of the most frequent. And Mary Harris has suffered from them both. (laughs) (laughs) Through painful disease peculiar to her sex, she became a human being totally transformed. But she sits here now, the delicate gentle being she had been before the attack. To look upon her visage is to see she is clearly guilty of no crime at well, all. Oh, oh, Donna Ramburrows had lifted my client up almost to celestial heights, only that her fall might be sufficiently great to dash her to pieces. <laughs> Who is to punish the betrayer of female honor? 
Who is to punish the serpent that with his slimy track pursues from early girlhood (laughs) into budding womanhood? The unfortunate girl separates her from her friends, her family, and leaves her alone and isolated without father or brother to defend or protect her and then throws her heartlessly upon the world. God himself (laughs) chose Mary and her gun as the instrument of his justice. Had not the bullet been guided by the finger of an (laughs) all-wise providence, it would have him by. It would, I missed a word. It would fly him by. Harmless as the wind. Whether she acted with cause or under a mere delusion, restore her by your verdict to the soothing influence of friends of home. <clears throat> Does the uh, jury have a verdict? Not guilty! That's probably exactly how it happened. Just That's exactly how it happened. So one, so we know when he courted her at twelve. Do we know how old she was? I don't. So when I looked her up, I didn't. I didn't see her like birthday or anything. Because I wonder if, like, I I mean, because that last paragraph about like him like plucking her from her family and and isolating her, her young womanhood or whatever. It's like it almost feels like he's saying like this guy was a fucking creep. He groomed her to die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It'd be cool if that were it, as opposed to what it probably was, which is like an attorney who was like, I bet I can get you off. I'm incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe she was like, yeah, maybe he was like creepy deepy. Maybe yeah. he was like abusive. I mean, fucking, what's his name? Dan White. Yeah. Might got away the, with yeah. the Twinkie, Twinkie defense. defense so. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. I don't know what that is. The guy Harvey that Milk. murdered Harvey Milk got off because they said he was eating too much junk food and oh, it altered his state. Yeah. So he got him. He got manslaughter. Did for, he really get manslaughter? Yeah. He got like eight years for manslaughter for killing two people in cold blood. Did he really go to jail? Uh, I thought he didn't go to jail at all. I think all. he was about to go to jail and then he killed himself. Oh, okay. Or he did. He killed himself. He definitely killed himself. So and those then, were my most in-depth bits of uh, research. But there are also some more modern cases um, particularly in the 80s, there mm. was this sort of like spate of PMS defenses mm-hmm. um, that were used when women committed uh, particularly violent crimes. There was one um, where a woman had beat her child or children. I'm not what? sure if it was one or if it was more. But uh, and she said it was because she was on her period and she was lying in bed being miserable. Been there. Yeah, and sure. And then her kid was being like rambunctious and jumped on her. Oh. Yeah. Um, so she was using that as her as her defense. Wow. She did that because she was not in control of herself while she was on her period. I bet but that then, didn't hold up. Uh, <laughs> and then she, um, uh, but then she said to the press or something like, hey, it's not like every time I'm on my period, I'm going to like beat my kids. And they're like, that's literally what you yeah. have. <laughs> that and that's your defense. Your defense. Well... <laughs> So there's that. And she's not doing any favors for the rest of the women mothers who bleed in yeah. the world. Yeah, of course not. So like, there, the thing about all of these sort of period-related, menstruation-related defenses is that they're just like obviously um, bad for women <laughs> in yeah. so many ways uh, because maybe this woman or that woman might go free who actually, in fact, did do something really terrible. Right. But now then we still have all the same stereotypes that we've always had because yeah. we're so crazy. They want to our periods. Um, so 
Uh, as you can see from this enormous headline of this thing I'm holding, in England, two killers go free on grounds that they were victims of premenstrual tension. Ooh, they were the real victims. Yeah, they were the they themselves were the real victims. So these were in the 80s. One was uh, in 1980. Um, and a woman named Christine English was 36 years old, and she ended a love affair um, by running her boyfriend down and killing him. And so she uh, pleaded guilty to manslaughter, but was discharged from custody. And the only thing that happened to her is that she was deprived of her driver's license for one year. What? Wow. I mean, here's the thing, right? Like periods can be really bad, but I still think like even even people who commit crimes under like insanity, I don't think that means that like they should just continue on yeah like you need some form of help or something something not please hand over your driver's license for exactly one year wow (laughs) even though you used a vehicle as a to murder someone someone. also i'm gonna assume that all of these women are white women Mm. Um, i don't know the answer to that uh yeah i have no we'll idea. never know but we could guess yeah uh and the day before this woman had been uh discharged from custody another woman sandy smith um an east london barmaid was placed on probation for carrying a knife and uh threatening to kill a policeman and she had already killed uh her someone that she worked with oh, <gasps> what <laughs> Continued working there? Yeah, she she stabbed another barmaid to death. Whoa. Is, this is in the 80s? What? This is in the 1980s, too. Not the 1880s. They still call them barmaids? She stabbed a fellow co-worker to this death. Is from, this is from People Magazine. So this is at least People Magazine. What? Hold up. Hold up. Were they forced to wear tight white booty shorts? I, I mean, can only ah! assume. Yeah. But yeah, the reason for leniency for her, which was similarly, uh, Smith was ruled to be in the grip of a biological force beyond her control, a compulsion to, a compulsion to violence triggered by premenstrual tension. Pre- which, have wow. you ever even heard the phrase premenstrual uh-uh. tension before? Because no. they, they pre-men- say that and then they refer to it as PMT and I had never oh. heard of that in my life. Oh, wow. Premenstrual tense? I've never heard of that. Premenstrual tense. <laughs> Boy, I like it. <laughs> which tense is that? Wow. Premenstrual And le- again, like Meg said, they were just like, well, good luck with that. You can yeah. continue to own knives. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take more knives. So, and the thing is, she also had... Um, a bizarre criminal history already, including nearly 30 convictions for offenses such as arson and assault and a, a record of breaking people's windows with stones. Oh, my what God. What the hell? Incredible. Classic premenstance. And her name was Sandy. It's like the <laughs> hardest Sandy I've ever heard of. Yeah. And it's S-A-N-D-I-E. Oh, of that's course how you know. it is. That's how you know. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. Of course wow. it is. Um, so following the stabbing of the barmaid, she told police she could recall nothing of what had happened. <laughs> and then she was in prison for 10 months awaiting trial. Uh, then her father, a night watchman, came forward with his daughter's diary. Oh, and after shit. reading it, he came to the conclusion that her outbursts of erratic behavior always occurred at monthly intervals. Oh, sure. Oh, That's wow. convenient. Just before her menstrual period. He had read in a newspaper about an extensive study of premenstrual tension and wondered if Sandy could be suffering from, and this is when they call it PMT. Hmm. Well, I feel like so many people benefited from men being uncomfortable, talking about menstruation, to like just the novelty of it. They're like, oh, I I don't know anything about that, but 
Okay. Sounds bad. Yeah. yeah. Gee, I mean, yeah. it's, yeah, it's like, do they think it's lycanthropy or something? You yeah. know? <laughs> um, so Dr. Katharina Dalton, the London gynecologist, gynecological endocrinologist. Wow. wow that's a fun kind of wow. tongue twister. Wow. I can't even say that. Who authored the paper, um, has been researching the syndrome since 1948. Obviously, this was published in the 80s. Yeah. Um, she wow. examined Sandy and on the basis of her case history, confirmed the father's suspicions. Smith was treated <gasps> for three months with the hormone progesterone, which wow. Dr. Dalton maintains corrects a behavior altering chemical imbalance. Okay. What? And then she was released on condition that she live with her parents and receive daily injections. Wow. So it is like a hormonal imbalance. Oh, yeah. So I figured out the, the timeline thing with the, the barmaid. I guess that's the word we're using. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, and the policeman. So when she threatened the policeman a year later after all of this. Wow. Her dosage had been reduced in an effort to determine how much she required. As a result, her lawyer argued successfully that she had been transformed once more into, quote, a raging animal. Because they lowered her progesterone. Holy shit. Yeah. So wait. So she threatened the cop. They lowered her progesterone and then she murdered her coworker. No, no other way around. Other, other way, way around. around. She murdered the coworker. They uh, they treated her for all these things, gave her the progesterone. Got it. And then after they lowered her progesterone intake, then she threatened a policeman. So now they're show- seeing what like, they're saying like the progesterone see? was controlling her and they yeah. lowered it and then she became a quote raging animal. Yeah. Wow. So although Insane. premenstrual tension was not introduced as a defense in the Smith and English cases, the British court's acceptance of PMT as a mitigating circumstance in determining sentencing has been both hailed and condemned, obviously. Yeah. Um, Whoa. Yeah. PMT. Mm-hmm. PMT. Lawyers who might welcome PMT as a useful courtroom tactic. You better watch that. I have a knife in my goddamn <laughs> Uh, anyway, oh they're God. obviously they're worried that it could be uh, a defense, an excuse for any kind of violence by women at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even Dr. Dalton, who's the one who suggested the progesterone and all that stuff, seems concerned by the prospect. So. Wow. Whoa. I would love to look more into Easy. that and Me see if too. other people have used it. Yes. That defense. Yeah. Like unsuccessfully. Pre-men's tense. Yeah. Defense. Wow. <laughs> oh. There's a song there. Oh my God. I just my, mind is, I just blank. my mind is blown by yeah. that one. Yes. So there's another doctor who obviously contests all the things that Dr. Dalton is saying. Because obviously, of course there is. Um, <laughs> And says, uh, they imply that women are victims of their biology and are in a position of diminished responsibility. Um, She maintains that Dr. Dalton's work is important in that it underlines that some women suffer from something that is not purely imaginary, but does not agree that the problem has a hormonal basis. Progesterone helps some women, she says, but so do placebos and vitamin B6. (laughs) All right. All right, Sandy. (laughs) No, that, yeah, that's Dr. Linda Burke who says that. No, but about Sandy. Yeah, about Sandy. Um, yeah. Wow. So that's that. Fascinating. Crazy. Wow. Hey, listeners, have has anyone out there murdered a police officer? <laughs> well, Ever gotten away with murder? Let us know. Call us nine one zero six uterus. You guys, what if the show How to Get Away with Murder was just about PMT? I mean, oh, guys, I think I have an update two. about Sandy. <gasps> oh my god! I had to I'm so excited. This, I got here, this last bit. Oh um, my god! This is gonna be my new obsession. Yeah. <laughs> Also, um, I hope she's dead. I hope she doesn't come after us. 
Christine English has returned to work and is keeping her own counsel. But Sandy Smith, now living quietly with her parents, is angry that she spent years fruitlessly seeing psychiatrists. They all said there was nothing physically wrong with me, she says. But now I see Dr. Dalton once a month and a visiting nurse comes every day to give me an injection of progesterone. I may be on it for years. She spends her time doing housework and watching television. She rarely goes out, she says, because police treat her as a suspect uh, whenever there is a crime in the area. Well, okay. Um, (laughs) Now she's thinking of writing a book. Wow, I wonder if she ever did it. Oh, my God. Um, I wouldn't like to go through it all again, she observes. People thought I was mad, and so did I. Before I was treated for PMT, one minute I was playing records, and the next I would be out for 48 hours doing crazy things. I would like to make it up to my parents. Whoa. Whoa. So now they talk about PMDD, which is like... Which is depression. But it's like, I mean, it's just... Like all the terrible symptoms on steroids where it's like Got suicidal it. ideation yeah, yeah. and like crazy mood swings, like, yeah. like really dramatic. Okay. So I've heard, we've heard of PMDD. We haven't done a, an yeah. episode yet on it. Is that it? Is that the bleed search? That's what I got. <gasps> oh my God. That was Allison. Awesome. That was so much fun. Yeah. I, it's opened you. all these doors now that yes. I just want to go down rabbit holes. Casu, Serato. Oh my God. Flea bite. New favorite show. Awesome page. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. So Thank you. Awesome. Um, do you want people to follow you on like Twitter or Instagram or anything? You can if you want to. I'm just at Allison Lynn Page. It's very easy to find. Sort of related to this episode, I guess, um, if I need to plug anything. I am writing a play about Belle Gunnis, who is one of the first uh, female serial killers. Sweet. And, um, you know, would post things in newspapers looking for husbands who oh. would then come out to her farm and never be seen again. Shut up. And her whole property was riddled with their bones. Oh my God. So I'm maybe writing was, a comedy about that. Maybe it was PMT. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe I'll work that into the plot. Maybe. Who knows? Hey, Allison. Uh, hey, what is your periods karaoke song? Totally Clips of the Heart. Because <laughs> that's yours. Good. No, it's all coming back to me now. I'll do that instead. <laughs> okay. But That's both of good. those came to you like yeah. Celine Dion. Really that makes fast. sense. That's it's a yeah. diva belt. Powerful. Song. There were flashes of light. <laughs> I love that song. Uh, if your period could be any Ben and Jerry's flavor, uh, current or made up, what Chunky would it be? Monkey. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Way too fast. Okay, this one isn't as funny. Um, if you could wish your period pains on anybody in the whole world, and don't say Sandy Smith, dead or alive, who would? I would say alive. alive. I would say alive. alive. Let's say current event person. Current okay. person. Who would it be? Oh, that is so much harder. Mm. It could be dead. It could be whoever. Fictional, cartoonish. Mm. Stephen Miller. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. yeah he nice. deserves it. There's a lot of people on the administration who are getting period pain sent to them yeah. by our guests. Consider I know. I was going to try sent. not to choose someone from there. But, uh, but, but it's so hard to think outside of that box right now. Allison Page, thank you so much for being on Vicious Cycle. Thank you for Again. having me. Next week, we have a very exciting episode. Um, we have guest Molly Sanchez back in the studio where we will be discussing the 1990s classic Cunt. Cunt. Woo! Yeah. Bleeding Rainbow is back. That's right. It's our 
Bloody Book Club. I'm very excited. Um, and as always, if you like this podcast, tell all your friends about us. Everyone. Um, follow us on socials. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Vicious Cycle Podcast. So until then, keep calm and, and bleed, bleed the, the fifth. Our theme song was performed by The Go Ahead. Check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com.